Our lesson for today comes from John chapter 11. Please stand. When she had said this, she went back and called her sister Mary and told her privately, The teacher is here and is calling for you. And when she heard it, she got up quickly and went to him. Now Jesus had not yet come to the village, but was still at the place where Martha had met him. The Jews who were with her in the house, consoling her, saw Mary get up quickly and go out. They followed her because they thought that she was going to the tomb to weep there. When Mary came where Jesus was and saw him, she knelt at his feet and said to him, Lord, if you had been here, my brother would not have died. When Jesus saw her weeping and the Jews who came with her also weeping, he was greatly disturbed in spirit and deeply moved. He said, Where have you laid him? They said to him, Lord, come and see. Jesus began to weep. So the Jews said, See how he loved him. But some of them said, Could not he who opened the eyes of the blind man have kept this man from dying? Then Jesus, again greatly disturbed, came to the tomb. It was a cave, and a stone was lying against it. Jesus said, Take away the stone. Martha, the sister of the dead man, said to him, Lord, already there is a stench because he has been dead for four days. Jesus said to her, Did I not tell you that if you believed you would see the glory of God? So they took away the stone. And Jesus looked upwards and said, Father, I thank you for having heard me. I knew that you always hear me. But I have said this for the sake of the crowd standing here, so that they may believe that you sent me. When he had said this, he cried with a loud voice, Lazarus, come out. The dead man came out, his hands and feet bound with strips of cloth, and his face wrapped in a cloth. Jesus said to them, Unbind him and let him go. Here ends the reading. Thanks be to God. Let us pray. Gracious and loving God, stir up your holy power this day and come. Send your spirit into our hearts, our minds, our souls, and our ears, that we might hear a word for us today anew, and that we too might then live out that which we believe. In Christ's name we pray. Amen. Alyssa was 14 years old. She played soccer. Her mom dropped her off for school that very morning and said to her as she was exiting the car, I love you. She got out and exited her family's car for the last time. Scott was 35, a geography teacher who was rushing kids back into his classroom when he was fatally shot at the entrance to his own classroom. Later that afternoon, one of his students said through tears, Mr. Beagle was my hero and will forever be my hero. I will never forget his actions that he took for me and my fellow students in that classroom. I am alive today because of him. And if I could see him right now, I'd give him a huge hug and say thank you. Unfortunately, I can't do that. Martin was 14, quiet, shy. 
Nick was 17, and he was set to attend the University of Indianapolis. Jamie was 14. Her father, Fred, said on the news, My heart is broken. Hugs to all, and please hold each of your children tight. In all, there were 17 that died. I couldn't help but be struck by the fact that we have 18 students in confirmation this year, ranging in ages from 12 to 15. Lily, Ellie, Danielle, Helena, Maddie, Nathan, Lewis, Hayden, Jack, Cameron, Rowan, Dylan, Julian, Elliot, Mason, Luca, Marcus, and Ava. I could not imagine our life without one of them. The students and teachers that died are our children. There is no separation in humanity or in the body of Christ. We are all one. Each and every one of those 17 children belong to you and to me. And I am deeply pained and sorrowful to have to drag us back into the darkness of life once again. But friends in Christ, we must not look away. Lord, Martha said, the sister of Lazarus, the young man who died, there is already such a stench because my brother has been dead for four days. But Jesus will not be turned away from the rolling back of the stone. The smell of death will not deter Jesus. He walks into the stench of death and gunfire with the hope of one who can and will and has already overcome it. Martha goes with, and so must we, to witness the truth, to confront the reality face to face, and to experience the love of God in Jesus who stands at the entrance to the tomb and weeps. The God who in Jesus takes a deep breath of the stench of death and with human lungs filled with the smell of human pain and sorrow, he breathes out the Holy Spirit of God's power of life. Lazarus, come out, unbind him, and set him free. Why God does not intervene and halt such human action is a mystery and a sorrow for me and for Martha and even for Jesus. Jesus weeps. Lord, Martha declares, if you had been here, my brother would not have died. Those gathered around wondered as well, could not have this one who opened the eyes of the blind man kept this man from dying? But Jesus strangely is silent to all of these questions. Instead, he weeps as a parent who has lost a daughter. 
He weeps as a teacher who stands in front of his students, shielding them from the bullets, only to take them into his own body to save them. His hands and feet forever scarred from the bullet hole size wounds inflicted by the nails of a cross. He weeps as a brother who has lost his 14-year-old sister. He weeps as one who knows the promise of a resurrected life and the promise of an empty tomb and new life, but the pain and the sorrow of real human tragedy and loss. I believe as followers of Jesus, we are called to have the courage to confront the painful reality of life face to face in the context of our worship, our prayers, and our daily actions. Courage to confront the reality of the death of children and teachers, our brothers and sisters. Courage to confront the power of the human condition of frailty, abandonment, shame, grief, anxiety, and depression, and even dare to name the shooter Nicholas Cruz as one of God's beloved children for who Jesus on this day weeps. Daring to see both redemption and forgiveness for all people. And we must have the courage to confront the reality of restricting our own freedoms of gun ownership and use in order that not a single child's life is restricted by death from a firearm of any kind. On this day and always, Jesus looks up and says, Father, I thank you for having heard me crying. I know that you always hear me. But I have said this so that all around would hear how much I love all. He then cries out with a loud voice, Alyssa, Scott, Martin, Jamie, Nick, come out. And they all come out, bound with strips of cloth. And Jesus says to all people, Unbind them all and let them go, for love will win. Amen.